0: Thank you. Hey guys, welcome to Sensitive Queen Speaks, where we talk about anything and everything related to business, business owners, artists, creators, marketing, daily life struggles, self-care, and self-love. I am Jasmine, your host. Most of you may know me from Rose, which is my small business. You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Anyways, let's get into it. Alright, welcome back. We are here with episode 7. We're going to talk pretty deep this episode, uh, as if we weren't talking deep all the other episodes, but I feel like this one's going to be really deep, I don't know. We're just going to talk about like our inner child, you know, how mentally we still probably feel like a kid, even though our age does not reflect it. Numbers are just numbers. Am I on the right path? For my business owners, we're going to talk about how summer is probably the slowest season to be in for a small business owner i don't know or some small business owners are thriving comment below if summer is pr- pretty rough or is is it just me i want to start off first with the inner child i saw this quote on instagram the other day and it was from my lovely friend it was from my lovely friend evelyn at king journals who is this week's feature who is this week's creative feature of the week so stay tuned to hear more about her There was this line in her caption that I really loved. And it was, is your inner child comfortable from within? And that got me thinking. Is my inner child comfortable? Guys, I I might cry thinking about this. I don't know. This is giving me chills to talk about. But if you don't know what the inner child is or what your inner child is, well, this just giving me chills. Okay, so your inner child is basically back to that little child who had all this... Or probably still has all this fear or just, oh, I don't know why I can't talk right now. But the inner child, it basically holds holds all your childhood joys, your sadness, your grief, your dreams. All the things, like all the little things that you remember, like, oh, that certain scent of the smell of your mom's cooking back then or something. Just all your childhood memories and just all your childhood feelings and even the bad parts of all the childhood trauma that we all went through and still probably are still healing probably through it. Uh, I was reading this article how if you're, let's say you're experiencing fear or perfectionism, anxiety, depression even, or you avoid certain people, experiences, certain places that have something that connects to um, trauma that happened in the past that's that's your inner child attempting to feel safe it's it's like that anxiety is it's like when it holds you back it's just trying to keep you safe because it has some trauma from back in the day that is not completely healed sometimes you may feel stuck and you want to try something new but that like anxiety or fear of getting past an obstacle to get to where you want to be that's your inner child just trying to protect you because in the past maybe it was not a great experience but now we're older and we can be like you know just more aware like i know in the past it was not it was not the greatest feeling or you know it wasn't the greatest turnout you got hurt but when you get older you kind of have you can have our older self who is talking basically to our inner child, and it's like we're almost healing our inner child once we can be able to jump through that fear or get through that obstacle, um, push through that anxiety, and you know do something we normally wouldn't do. Like a lot of my thoughts are mumble jumble right now. I just I don't know. This inner child is really like giving me chills because it's literally our past trauma and like. It's like the root of where all our fears, anxieties, a good bunch of our trauma comes from it, and when you get older, you have your adult self, but you also know that, or if you weren't aware, um, you also have your inner child part. That's like where the root of fear and anxiety can come from, and it can stop you from wanting to do something that could possibly be for the good of yourself, like... Um, I know in the past, I've passed up a lot of opportunities with my career because of anxiety and not being good enough kind of thing or, like, not feeling like I could be my best at a certain thing because I'm just always scared that, like, I can't be as good as people may think I am. I don't know, that kind of fear, but our adult I don't even know what to uh, call our like our adult voice in our mind um because we have another mindset our adult mindset and our inner child mindset are totally different have totally different wiring wiring almost because our adult self probably wants to at least for me our adult self wants to be more you know, put yourself out there, make a change, um, go for something you normally wouldn't, you know, try something new. And the inner child, it just doesn't have that, it doesn't have that knowledge how, you know, it's just because it happened or didn't turn out great in the past, or just because, you know, you couldn't get through it in the past doesn't mean you can't get through it nowadays. You know, we're more aware of like what we need to do to get over an obstacle and how to push through and how to stand strong. But I feel like once your adult self and child self, you know, meet each other and get to know each other, you know, you get to know the root of where your fear is from for certain things or where your anxiety stems from, then your adult self can help you manage that, can help you manage steps to get through that fear, get through that anxiety, get rid of that self-doubt. Um it goes it even goes into like self-care and self-love, you know, practicing being aware of your emotions, being aware of your trauma from the past and, you know, thinking of steps that you probably couldn't think of as a child to get through it. Oh, this just gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Example, I used to be so bad with interviews. Um, in the past, because, you know, talking about yourself, all positive and being confident in, you know, who you are and what you can bring to the table kind of thing. That always scared me. It still scares me just thinking about it. But I think as I've grown, it's definitely been better. It's definitely been a better experience. You know, I know that I need to prepare myself. Um, could be ready. You'd be ready for whatever answer. It's just it's just a lot. I mean, it's just basically being aware of who you are and what your beliefs are and being confident in your actions and what your work can do and what you can bring to the table and being honest of what you can bring to the table. I think I've definitely been able to hear my inner child more. Um, Even just doing this podcast has healed my inner child a little bit with, you know, the past, not being able to say what I feel, not thinking my opinion matters, not thinking my voice needs to be heard, you know, people don't need to hear my opinion. It's fine. I'm fine, (laughs) but it's not fine. Even just doing this podcast heals my inner child a bit because I'm aware that my opinion does matter, you know, if I want to say something, I should be able to say it. Or people out there who care about me, who care what I think, who um, want to hear my opinion, and I think it's definitely healed me in that sense where, you know, I may be... I may be sensitive, shy, but who the fuck cares? That's who I am. I'm content with who I am and that's who I'm gonna stick with being. And um, it may be really scary to say all these things, but that's okay. Even um, being an artsy person, it's definitely been a journey in accepting this is who I am. I'm a creative person. I want to do art in my life. Um, whether that be through my business or just doing art, whenever I feel like it, literally, it's literally my dream and forever will be my dream. I will ever, I will never not be creating. And it's like, I feel so bad for my inner child growing up for thinking like, oh, Like, why did I get this creative gene? Why can't I, why can't I do what everyone wants me to do? Why can't I be this perfect child and go into being a nurse or a doctor or something in the medical field like everyone wants me to be? But it's totally okay that I didn't want to be what everyone wants me to be. And, you know, we shouldn't, We shouldn't get sucked into being what other people want us to be. We have to make our own decisions. We have to find our own path. And we have to do what we love. Because, you know, we're not going to get pretty far in life. If you're not doing what you love, it's going to be really rough trying to get through. I know there was a period in my life where I would be numb to a lot of things. I still do feel like I'm numb to some aspects in my life. But there was a period where I was just numb and I was just not feeling at all, not recognizing my emotions. And you know, when you don't recognize your emotions or process through your emotions, it just leads to mental breakdown after mental breakdown. I was in a period where I would just have these random mental breakdowns, and I would say to myself, I don't know why I'm freaking out, I don't know why I'm crying, don't know why this is happening. But deep down, I probably knew what was going on. But you don't. You, when you don't admit it to yourself out loud, it doesn't seem real. So it, ju- it was just kind of basically pushing down emotion after emotion, just pushing it down, not not acknowledging it, not bringing it into surface, not even trying to work through it or around it. Eventually, it got too much, and. I don't even know when the turning point was. See, if you've heard, I don't know if it's in the first or second episode, but when I had this work at home job, listen to the earlier episodes for this whole story, but there was this one work at home job that literally broke me mentally. And I think that was the breaking point. And that's when I started my business because I wanted to focus on self-love, self-care, you know, doing what you love, your passion, and i focus more on my art and you know i think that's what turned me into being aware of my emotions and how it's definitely not healthy to push down the feelings and it's okay not to be okay so that definitely my business has definitely helped me mentally a lot and helped me become more aware of my emotions and it just makes me want to be transparent with everyone else because i know i'm not the only one it's definitely been a healing journey mentally so i did not get here in an instant struggle daily i now that we're talking about mental breakdowns i don't think i've had one like in a while i know the other day i almost started crying breakdown or anything i was just like i don't know i was just thinking about life and right path a good bunch of healing your inner child is doing what you know your past self would have wanted to do i feel like a lot of us realize things that we're doing in our adult lives it's like all the things that we couldn't do as a child because we were afraid of judgment or being accepted kind of thing but now we just we just do what we want because we love it and that's this who we want to be we're we're accepting ourselves more And accepting ourselves, being aware of our emotions, creating healthy relationships, and surrounding ourselves with good people. I think a lot of that goes into healing your inner child and connecting with your inner child and being aware of your inner child. So I'm going to ask you, are you aware of your inner child? Is your inner child still healing have you connected with your inner child have you talked with your inner child lately it's so much chills talking about talking about the inner child i don't know wow i think also a lot of our doubt can stem from the inner child not being healed as well so we have to find a way to not get into that puddle of self-doubt and just uh, because i know once we get in the puddle of self-doubt it's kind of hard to bring yourself out of it sometimes or you can swat it away so easily if you're just that good two weeks it's been kind of rough with handling doubt especially I don't know why but especially when I'm getting ready for like a little launch or bringing new products uh, a lot of doubt can come around and a lot of doubt can like prevent me from actually being done with the product or just listing the product itself A lot of that fear can just be like, you know, not thinking I'm good enough or if anyone's going to like it. It's been rough, but I've been trying to stay positive. Two things that I've been trying to practice to stay away from self-doubt is positive affirmations. A good bunch of why I want to incorporate these infestations and self-care and self-love affirmations is because it's a good reminder for me to stay grounded and just remember my goals, remember why I started, um, like the passion, all the passion I have and just, you know, just help me with self-confidence as well. A good reason why I created this podcast is be a safe place and can be relatable to a lot of people. I know before I have been bad at like consistently doing affirmations, so I really hope this is a way to, if you're in need of doing affirmations and want to have a consistent schedule of doing it, um, I thought this would be a great way to incorporate all that like i said ways to avoid some doubt is self-care self-love affirmations manifestations journal think of past achievements milestones remind yourself of how and why you started doing what you love surround yourself with good people those Who keep you going and not bring negativity or stress into your life like that is not needed at all i my motto throughout my days at work especially is like if it's unnecessary stress i don't want it like there's no need for unnecessary stress um there's a lot of people who like to start to try and start shit and i'm just like i I just don't want that stress i don't i don't want that negative energy being in a business i feel like comparison can be really bad on us um so avoiding comparison is really key probably the, the toughest battle lately for me i guess would be comparison, but you can't compare yourself to others. Everyone is on their own journey. Everyone's mistakes will be different. Everyone's failures will be different. Everyone's successes will be different. Um, What's bound to happen is bound to happen. Another thing is be mindful of your thoughts. When negative thoughts creep in, talk back to them. Be like, um, who let you in? I don't want this negative energy. Bye. I think I've been doing that a lot lately. I'll have a negative thought and lately I'll just like shoo it away. No. I don't want to be negative right now. I may be feeling really negative, but you know what? From this point onward, today is going to be a good day. We're going to have a good day. We are going to make the most out of today, even though we have to be here kind of thing. But the day, I ran into someone from grade school at work. And at first, I was going to say something because, I mean, we were friends back then but you know nothing like close close i guess i don't know oh your we friend it didn't seem like he recognized me so i was just going to let it off like oh probably does not recognize me i wasn't that memorable probably in grade school but then when he checked out did say hi and how he remembered me not at first but he remembered me so that was pretty cool because he was so chill and so nice and, I don't know, I get scared because it's like, did I really leave an impact? Do people still think about me, even though it's been so many years? I mean, we were literally kids, and now we're, like, mid in our mid-20s now, so it's like, I don't know. I feel like people don't think as deep as I do, so I don't know if they would remember me as much. I don't know, but it was pretty cool. Nice to catch up, so that was chill. I don't know, I've just... It's just, it just makes my day when people are just nice and it's just, it's hard to find nice souls nowadays. So it's so weird to think that I'm halfway to 30. I just turned 25 two months ago and it's just, it just doesn't feel like I'm 25. Whenever people ask me for my age, I just want to say like 21 or whatever. I just don't feel 25 mentally. I mean, that's fine i know I, I i literally feel like i'm a kid i feel like i'm like 15 or something but i know i'm 25 but it just doesn't feel like i'm 25. i know 25 is not old i know back then we thought this age would probably be like super old or whatever but now that i'm at this age we're not old at all. We're still young. My boyfriend just turned 28 this year and he still acts like a kid too. And I know he feels like a kid mentally, but like our age does not reflect what we feel mentally, I guess I would say, Um, which is good because I like never want to lose the like young feeling in my soul that I have. Like I'm still able to do all that I can and I'm grateful for that I am blessed that I can still do what I can and you know we have many more years hopefully to go to experience life but it's just so weird that I'm almost 30 I don't know it's just weird it's just weird when you think about it number wise but I'm just living life but it's just weird to think about I don't know (laughs) All right, y'all. I think I've just been rambling. I'm so sorry if this is just a rambling episode, but it is what it is. But let's get into our manifestation segment. We are going to talk about the 369 method. I just learned about the 369 method recently. Um, so you basically manifest three times in the morning, six times during the day, and nine times in the evening. Um, Shauna Cummins, who is the author of who is the author of Wishcraft, said that by focusing on what you desire, especially in a consistent way, you will help your brain find what it's looking for and there become more likely to magnetize your desires into action. So, three, represents our connection to the source, the universe, and our creative self-express. Six, represents our inner strength and harmony. Nine represents our inner rebirth, as in letting go of what no longer serves us and changing. I really love the inner rebirth aspect because that was just like when I cut off the retail world and started doing what I love, finding my passion, um, cultivating it more into my life. That was literally like a rebirth of who I was. A thought, write it down, put action into it. So it reinforces your subconscious to think of how you'd like to be thinking. for example, happiness or gratitude. You'll start to look more on the positive side or being thankful more not keep your mind on all the negative aspects or your manifesting you know it helps you focus more on that feeling, make yourself look for the good side of things. Um, I think a lot a lot of manifesting, does for me specifically it helps me stay on the positive aspect of things um it helps me not get into that negative mindset or i may be in it for a little bit but then my inner Thoughts will basically counteract each other and be like, no, we want to be thinking this way because we are on the track of trying to get to our dream of this. And with being negative is going to mess with us getting going into the right direction. So, just a few things to think about when you're writing down your manifestations. And now, on to the self care, self love. We're going to talk about the three pillars of self love. One, Gratitude. Write things you're grateful for and reflect why you feel thankful for these aspects of your life. What keeps you going? How do these aspects align with your values? 2. Affirmations and positive self-talk we can be our worst critic. It is important to practice affirmations and positive thoughts daily to remind ourselves of, you know, self-care, self-love, just being positive. It just helps us remind ourselves who we are and what our values are and helps us stay on track. Three, self-care. Do things that help you feel like you. Take a break when you need. Listen to your mind. Do what you love. Eat that food you've been holding off on. Why not? Go on a walk. Enjoy nature. Exercise. Take care of your body and mind. It's going to be with you for the rest of your life. Alright guys, we are into the submission section of the podcast. If you don't know what this part is for, this is for if you're ever looking for advice, need to talk about things with a friend, but you don't want to talk about it with your personal life friends and want to talk to a stranger about it, or you just want to just voice out your opinions, your struggles, anything related to business, content related, um, Literally anything can be your personal life, you know, we all go through struggles, whether it's business or personal lives, so my inbox is always open, you can email me at sqspodcast at gmail.com, or there's a form in my bio where you can submit your submissions there. Let's get into it. Anonymous said, okay, a friend of mine has started acting a little lazy, useless, whiny, P.O.S. I'm guessing piece of shit and justifies this new behavior saying it's because I'm gay now. What should I do? Drop them? Learn to like this shitty human behavior? Get gay with them to really understand how I can be annoying and lame as well or just drop them? So first off, definitely I would not even cave down and try to understand this shitty human behavior because one that's really shitty of them for them to say it's because you're gay like if they were truly a friend of yours I mean I would think it would take maybe I don't know how long but it would take a bit to maybe process the change that they've because I'm not sure how long you've known this friend or how long you guys have been friends but maybe this is a change that they were not expecting and just need time to process but that does not give them the right to be shitty to you. I don't I don't know in what way they're being whiny or if they're bullying you. I hope that's not the case, but I would not allow them to be shitty to you. Um, I definitely am for getting rid of negative vibes in my life. So if this person does not serve you currently and is just giving you negative energy and... If they're not even giving some positivity to your life, I just wouldn't even deal with that because, I mean, we go through enough, like, I don't, I'm not sure if you're in school with them, but if we're going through a lot of things in our daily lives and this person just wants to be shitty to you, I just don't think, I don't think you deserve that at all. I think you deserve more personally. You don't deserve their behavior if they've changed instantly after you've changed. After you've said that you're gay, I don't think that's right, nor do you deserve it. So personally, I would drop them. There there will be other people in your life that will accept you and not give you that kind of energy, so I would just drop them. Check out for people who are, who will accept you for you. I know that can be said I know that can be easier said than done. Like I said, I'm not sure how long you've been friends with this person, so definitely going through a friendship breakup can be rough or it can be very conflicting whether or not to drop them depending how long you've been friends with. Or if you have to see them on a daily basis, I want to talk more about it. My, like I said, my inboxes are always open. But my opinion would be to get rid of that negative energy in your life and just look for more positive people. People who, who will accept you. It may feel like there's not. It may. It may not be easy to find people who will accept you for you. Also, I'm so sorry that. This was like a way late reply to this submission because on the platform it happened to, I did not get notified, which was so weird, but I hope things get better and I hope this helps a little bit. And like I said, my inbox is always open all right and on to the creatives feature this week like i mentioned earlier um the one who inspired me basically on this topic that we talked about today with the inner child came from evelyn at king journals uh she inspires me so much i'm always learning something new when it comes to affirmation and manifestations in the universe uh, she makes custom journals affirmation cards and more so go check her out i love her so much so if you're interested in like affirmations manifestations in the universe and all their connections too she is a great person You can find her on instagram tiktok her social is at king journals that's k-i-n-g-j-o-u-r-n-a-l-s underscore to find lovely evelyn at uh go check her out Thank you.